Doesn't it feel good? Oh, doesn't it feel good? Amen. Amen. God, we love you. We praise you. We magnify you. We glorify you. We exalt you in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Oh, I love you. I love you. I love you. I love you. Woo! Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Ah, my God. Oh, Jesus said, amen, upon this rock I'll build my church and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. I said the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. Amen. Praise God. Praise God. It's good to be back in the house of God on a rainy Thursday night. Amen. Amen. But man, I'm glad to be in the house of God. And all I can say is those that are not here are just missing out. Amen. Praise God. If you have your Bibles, if you turn me to Zechariah chapter 4, and I'm going to go to 2 Timothy chapter 3. Amen. Zechariah chapter 4 and uh, verse number 6, and then 2 Timothy chapter 3, and I'm going to read verses 16 and 17. Most of us could quote it. Amen. But I'm going to read it. Amen. Zechariah. Amen. Chapter 4, verse number 6. Amen. It's toward the back of the book of the Old Testament. Amen. Zechariah and Malachi. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Then he answered and spake unto me, saying, This is the word of the Lord unto Zerubbabel, not by might, nor by power, but by my spirit, saith the Lord of hosts. Amen. Then 2 Timothy chapter 3. Amen. Two verses of Scripture. Verses 16 and 17. All Scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness, that the man of God may be perfect and thoroughly furnished unto all good works. Amen. When all of my brothers and sisters and I were growing up, we would want to do something or we would uh, want to go somewhere. We would, unlike most children today, ask our parents if we could do this or we could go there. And uh, my father, like most fathers, would say, uh, what did your mother say? And so then we'd go to ask mom, and, and usually the first words out of mother's mouth were, have you asked your father? Anybody ever been there? <laughs> if we told her yes, then mother would say, what did your father say? And then if we told her the truth, I want you to know we learned very quickly, amen, that it always paid to tell mama the truth. Amen. Mother would tell us, if, amen, that if dad said no, then the answer was absolutely no. Like most children, when they received the no answer, we would always ask the question, why not? My mother's answer would always be, because I said so. So tonight, just for a few minutes, based on that portion of my memory and the from this passage of Scripture, I want to preach for, on the subject, 
because God said so. Man, I feel the Holy Ghost. Ooh, Brother Hilton, would you pray? My God. Oh, Jesus, I love you. I need you, God. I love you. I love you. I love you. God, we praise your name. We exalt you. We glorify you, God. I love you. I love you. I love you, God. Bless you. In Jesus' name, amen, amen. You can be seated. I believe that I could start by saying, uh, safely say that the reason most of us have assembled together in this place tonight is because we believe the that the Bible is the divinely inspired Word of God. Amen. We not only believe in the God of the Bible, we also believe in the one and only true plan of salvation that God has revealed to us in the Bible. And we have read about the plan that was preached on the day of Pentecost in Acts chapter 2, verse 38. Amen. Uh, when the word got out that was something was happening in that upper room, uh, amen, and those fanatical followers of Jesus uh, were doing some crazy things, uh, amen, and speaking in all kinds of different tongues, uh, the crowd began to gather, uh, and when the doubters and the mockers uh, started making fun of what was going on and spouting uh, their contemptuous words of ridicule and disdain, uh, Peter stood up and he began to preach, uh, he preached, uh, repent and be baptized, every one of you, uh, in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins, uh, and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. Uh, let me stop here for just a moment before I go too much further and tell someone in this place that the spirit of the age would like for everybody to buy into the lie that there are many roads that lead to heaven. It doesn't make any difference how you're baptized or for that matter even if you've not even been baptized. But I've come to this pulpit tonight to, to reinforce what this man preaches. Amen. To tell you that's in direct conflict with the Word of God. For Jesus himself tells us in the Gospel of Mark chapter 16 and verse 16, he that believeth and is baptized shall be saved, but he that believeth not shall be damned. Ah, uh, can I hear another amen. Uh, some of those same individuals that have bought into that, uh, that spiritual deception uh, will also spout their, all you have to do is accept Jesus as your personal Savior theology. Uh, uh, but not only must you believe uh, and be baptized, Jesus tells us uh, in verse 17 of Mark chapter 16, uh, and these signs shall follow them that believe. Uh, in my name they shall cast out devils. Uh, they shall speak with new tongues and if you don't know the definition of shell I'm not going to go into it tonight but you need to go look it up amen and the last time I checked well I'm going to go ahead and say the dictionary for the word shall still means we'll have to we'll have to it also, amen, states that the word shall is used in laws, regulations, or directives to express what is mandatory. My God, I feel the Holy Ghost. Does anybody believe what I'm preaching? When Nicodemus came to Jesus by night in the Gospel of John, chapter 3, Jesus told him, 
Verily, verily, I say unto thee, uh, except a man be born uh, again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Uh, and when Nicodemus asked Jesus, uh, amen, because he clearly didn't understand, uh, how can a man be born when he's old? Can he enter the second time and do his mother's womb and be born? Uh, Jesus then answered and said, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born of water and of the Spirit, uh, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. Uh, there's only one way to be born again. You still have to be born of water and of Spirit. Uh, you still have to repent uh, and be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ uh, for the remission of sins. That's the water. Uh, and you still have to receive the Holy Ghost. That's the Spirit in order to truly be born again. Why? Because God said so. That's why. Not only do we believe and practice this, but we also believe that God, amen, does not lie to us. Why? Because God said so. At Numbers chapter 23, verse number 19, very clearly and forcefully declares, God is not a man that he should lie, neither the son of man, amen, that he should repent. Hath he said and shall he not do it? Or hath he spoken and shall he not make it good? good. Oh, somebody clap your hands to God right now. Amen. And while the skeptics and the agnostics and the God-hating intellectuals continuously look for yet another way to try to disprove and discredit the Word of God, amen, to those of us who have been born again of water and of the Spirit, there is no need for any additional proof that the Word of God is not only true, but it is also absolutely infallible. Why? Just because God said so. Amen. Because the Word of God has been ignored, rejected, and cast aside for man's convoluted philosophies, Amen. We now find ourselves living in what the Bible calls perilous times. Uh, every diabolical thing that can happen uh, is being done in society today. Uh, if you listen to the radio or read the newspaper, it seems that uh, the only thing you ever hear is bad, bad news. Uh, amen. Every diabolical thing, uh, amen, that can happen is being done in society today. Uh, there's every type of diabolical uh, and corruptible piece of filth imaginable coming across television television screens uh, with adultery, rape, murder, uh, amen, sadistic violence and homosexuality being paraded, promoted and acted right out in front of our children. Uh, in fact, this is one of the reasons we have taken a stand against television. Uh, marriages, if indeed a man and a woman choose to get married uh, instead of just living together, uh, are lasting just a few months. Uh, we have little girls, uh, amen, dying on the abortion doctor's table uh, because they're young and immature bodies have suddenly experienced a level of shock that arrested their innocence, their purity, and their childhood and forced them to live far beyond their years, which ended up resulting in their untimely death. Husbands are killing wives. Wives are killing husbands. Mothers are against daughters. And fathers are against sons. Wrong is being called 
right and right is being called wrong. Amen. Many of our states have passed laws that say it's okay for a man and a woman to marry a, excuse me for a man to marry a man or a woman to marry a woman and homosexuality has now become embraced and referred to as just nothing but an alternate lifestyle to a normal way of life. Even our Supreme Court ruled, amen, that it's now legal. It's sad to say, but we even have churches. I said not the true apostolic church. I said not the true apostolic church like this one right here, amen. And I, for one, thank God for the church. I said thank God for the church. I said thank God for the church, amen. It's my hope, amen. It's where I come to get refreshed. It's where I come to get renewed. Amen. Oh, I love him. I love him. I love him. Oh, praise your name, God. Amen. So it's not us, but other denominations embracing this abomination and allowing the homosexual style to occupy their pulpits, uh, trying to hide behind the false uh, and perverted philosophy uh, that you never know who you're going to fall in love with uh, while preaching a message that all you need is love. They're saying it's all right, uh, amen, to live a corrupted lifestyle, uh, amen, and you desire just as long as you love Jesus. They'll tell you it's okay, amen, to go ahead and live any way you want to live and do anything you want to do, amen. You can even come and play whatever type of instrument that you want to play for the service. You can sing in the choir, and you don't have to worry about your abominable lifestyle just as long as you pay them your tithes. Well, blessed be the name of the Lord. Is anybody going to help me? Uh, this church could be full tonight. You could have all kind of musicians on, amen, on this pulpit if this man would allow it, uh, amen, but we're not going to allow it, uh, amen. We're going to get some real genuine, uh, amen. We're going to get real genuine Holy Ghost-filled folk, uh, amen, that are going to feel this bass uh, and this guitar, amen. Oh, God help me. I said they're going to be filled with the Holy Ghost. Oh, God help me, amen. My, 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 when you come into the knowledge of who God is and what God is, then you need to walk in that understanding. We are the people of God, and as such, uh, we need to understand what is going on. Amen. The devil has blinded uh, the minds of the people, uh, causing them to believe that this atrocity uh, is simply all right. Uh, he's causing people to feel that there is no hope. Uh, he has captivated the minds uh, and, and caused the body, uh, amen, to be full of darkness. Uh, the Word of God informs us uh, that the devil desires to have you, uh, amen, that he may sift you as wheat. Uh, for in Luke chapter 22, 31, we read, uh, and the Lord said, Simon, Simon, uh, behold, Satan hath desired to have you, uh, that he may sift you as wheat. Uh, that word sift uh, comes from a Hebrew word called nuwa. It means to mix up and confuse. 
confuse the mind, amen, to control your thoughts. The devil wants to new you. He wants you to believe that it's all right for a man to be with a man or a woman to be with a woman. But I can inform you that the Bible said in Leviticus chapter 20 and verse 13, if a man also lie with mankind as he lied with a woman, both of them have committed an abomination. They shall surely be put to death. Their blood shall be upon them. It doesn't matter what laws they pass. It doesn't matter if the minds of man, it's all right. It doesn't even matter if everyone else does it. It's wrong. I said it's wrong. Why? Because God says so. My mind goes back to the book of Genesis, the first chapter. The Bible says, in the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth, and the earth was without void, was without form and void, and darkness was on the face of the deep, and the Spirit of God moved upon the face of the water. Then God said, let there be light, and it was so. Why did it happen? Because God said so. God cannot lie. If he said it, it's got to come to pass. He said his word or his logos will not go out and return unto him void, but it will accomplish that which pleaseth him. Amen. The power is in the word of God. Abraham was blessed to be the father of many nations just because God said so. Sarah gave birth at 90 years old. Amen. In the mind of man, that was impossible. But it happened just like God said. Why? Because God said so. The lions closed their mouths and became a pillow for Daniel. Why? Just because God said so. The flames didn't burn. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. And they walked out of that fiery furnace without even being burnt. And further, they didn't even have the smell of smoke on them. Why? Because God said so. Does anybody believe what I'm preaching? When the leper in the gospel of Mark chapter 1 verse 40 came to Jesus and knelt down to him and asked him, if thou wilt, thou canst make me clean. Jesus was moved with compassion. He put forth his hand and he touched the leper and simply said, I will be thou clean. And verse 42 says that as soon as he had spoken, immediately the leprosy departed from him and he was clean. Amen. Why? Because God said so. That's why. The man at the pool of Bethesda had been in a crippled state for 38 long years. But one day he took up his bed and began to walk. Why? Just because God said so. Woo! I love you, Jesus. I'm reminded of a passage of scripture uh, in St. John, the fourth chapter, down around, I think, the 50th verse. Uh, there was a man whose son, uh, amen, was at the point of death. Uh, amen. This man wanted Jesus to come to his house uh, and heal his son. Uh, but Jesus just told the man, go thy way, thy son liveth. Uh, the man went uh, on his way home, uh, and one of his servants was coming to the man uh, and said, come on home, uh, your son liveth. Uh, amen. When the man asked 
asked at what hour did his son begin to get well. The servant said it was at the seventh hour. It was at the same time that Jesus said so. Amen. My God, I feel the Holy Ghost. Does anybody else? God said in Jeremiah chapter 1 and verse 12 that I will hasten my word to perform it. In other words, God is telling us when I say so, it's so right. And right now, amen. And there was a man by the name of Lazarus. Amen. He was a friend of Jesus and Lazarus died, was buried. And he'd been dead for four long days before Jesus ever got there. He was wrapped in grave clothes and he had already begun to stink. Amen. But when Jesus, who is God, manifest in the flesh, said, Lazarus, come forth. The grave couldn't hold Lazarus anymore. The grave clothes couldn't contain him. And death didn't have any control over him. Why? Amen. Because God said so. Amen. You may be facing a situation in your life you thought, amen, was dead. Your situation may have you bound and unable to give God praise. Your situation may even have begun to be a stinking mess. Uh, amen. But today it no longer has any more power over you. Uh, for the Bible says, uh, amen, whom the Son has set free uh, is free indeed. Uh, so God said it, uh, it's so. Uh, I said if God said it, it's so. Uh, you're no longer bound. Uh, amen. You're no longer, uh, amen. Can that situation control your life? Uh, you are free. Uh, how do I know? Because God said so. Uh, amen. The doctor may have, amen, diagnosed you with a terminal illness. He may have said that you have this condition. He may have even said you just have this long to live. But I heard the word of God say, by my stripes you are healed. Therefore God said so. If the doc doctor said this and God said that, whose report are you going to believe? I said whose report will you believe? There's somebody in the house tonight Amen. That needs to understand that no weapon that is formed against me shall prosper, and every tongue that shall rise up against thee in judgment thou shalt condemn. This is the heritage of the servants of the Lord and their righteousness of me. Amen. Why? Because God said so. I said God said so. Because God said so. In Psalm 91, verses 5 through 7. It says, I shall not be afraid for the terror by night, nor for the arrow that flieth by day, nor for the pestilence that walketh in darkness, nor for the destruction, amen, that wasteth at noonday. A thousand shall fall at thy side, and ten thousand at thy right hand, but it shall not come nigh to thee. Uh, because God said so. In Matthew chapter 21, verse 21, you can, you can speak to the mountain in your life. Be thou removed and be cast into the sea. That same verse says, amen, that if you will not doubt in your heart, but if you believe that those things which you say shall come to pass, then you shall have whatsoever you say. Why? Just simply because God said so. My God, there's someone in this place, amen, tonight that needs to serve notice on hell right now and tell the devil and all his demonic demons that they don't own you anymore. Amen. Why? Because God said so. That's why. And you don't have to 
to live with a spirit of fear because God said so. In Isaiah chapter 43, verse 1, in part it tells us, Fear not, for I have redeemed thee. I have called thee by thy name. Thou art mine. And the next verse says, I don't have to worry when I'm going to pass through the waters. He's going to be with me when I pass through the rivers. Amen. There shall not overflow me. And when I walk through the fire, I'm assured I won't be burnt. And neither shall the flame kindle upon me. Why? Because God said so. And further, Proverbs chapter 3, verses 5 and 6 tells us that if we will trust in the Lord with all our heart and lean not to our own understanding and in all our ways acknowledge him, he shall direct our paths. Why? Because God said so. I'm guaranteed that I'm more than a conqueror through him that loved us because God said so. That's Romans chapter 8, verse 37. And I'm confident, amen, that I can do all things through Christ which strengthened me because God said so in Philippians chapter 4, verse 13. Uh, On top of all of this, we are told in James chapter 4, verse 7, that if we will submit ourselves, uh, therefore, to God, we will resist the devil, uh, amen, that he will flee from us. Uh, How do I know this? Uh, How can I say it? Uh, Come on, tell me. Because God said so. The phrase God said is found 46 times in the Bible. And the term, thus saith the Lord, is utilized 414 times in 412 verses. The term, the Lord spake, is used 144 times. The words God spake or Jesus spake is listed 16 times. And the words Jesus said is found 65 times. When you all add them all up, it comes to 685 times. So I have at least 685 reasons to say, in your face, devil, because God said so. Amen. I said, God said so. Musicians, please come. Your victory is assured. It's not because of my strength, not because of my might, not because of my power, but because God said so. The mountain in your life has to go not by power, not by your might, but because God said so. That's our text verse. Amen. Therefore, regardless of the situation, I can rest assured on the promises of God. The battle may be raging around me, but it does not have to rage within me. While I may be in the heat of the battle, God has already won the war. I remember when my mother would say, because I said so, we would always ask the question, well, what kind of a reason is that and she would always answer that's the only reason you need and can I just tell somebody in the house tonight amen because God said so is the only reason that you need I would just stand with me if you're here tonight and you want the Holy Ghost he's promised it to you because right after Peter tells all them that ask men and brethren what shall we do he tells him in Acts chapter 2 verse 38 repent and be baptized every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ uh, for the remission of sins and you shall uh, receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. Uh, Amen. He didn't end it there but he continued in verse 39 uh, to tell them that the promise is unto you. To you. To you. Uh, 
uh, and your children and all them that are far off, even as many as the Lord our God shall call. Uh, woo, somebody ought to shout right now. God has promised you the gift of the Holy Ghost. Uh, all you have to do is repent of your sins. Uh, be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins. Ah, uh, uh, What's so hard about that? Uh, if God promised you something, uh, you might as well go ahead and praise him for it. Uh, why? Because God said so. Uh, and that's the only reason you'll need. Uh, praise him even if you don't see it's going to happen. Uh, amen. Uh, if he said it's going to happen, it will happen. Uh, if you want it to happen. Uh, how do I know? Because God said so. Uh, and that's the only reason I need. Uh, I said that's the only reason I need. Oh, let's love him tonight. Uh, let's love him tonight. Uh, oh, I love you, Jesus. I love you, Jesus. Uh, woo! I love the Lord here tonight. Come on, let's love the Lord. Let's let him minister in this place. Hallelujah. He's spoken to us tonight. Amen. He's spoken into our lives. Amen. We need to allow our, our spirits to respond to what he has said tonight. Oh, God, thank you for speaking to me. Lord, let your word reign supreme in my life. Hallelujah. Let's love him right now all over this place. Jesus, I love you. Jesus, I thank you. Oh, Lord, I know, God. I know, God, that power is in your word today. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah. Woo, my Lord and my God, we love you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for your grace and mercy tonight, Jesus. Woo. Oh, come on, let's sit.